just compared Kyle Anderson to Evan Turner. So I don't know if you did your homework correctly. No, they're not even close. Similar. Evan Turner is like literally. Hello and welcome to an emergency episode of This Is a Sports Podcast. We don't normally tape on. We don't tape three podcasts a week, but the events of yesterday, uh, Detroit, Green Bay at Lambeau, necessitated the need for this podcast. Uh, we should note we're happy to have the audio board back, but that's secondary to everything that Tony and Armand are about to discuss. Tony, you called, uh, you, you had the call to action for today's podcast. Said it I was mean, mandatory. It was mandatory. I was going to um, get a sandwich. It's going to be fifteen to twenty minutes. You have the floor. Go ahead. Okay. Deep breaths. So, I want the record to show I hate ref guy. I hate ref guy. Like, oh this, oh that. Referees, boo fucking who, whatever. Also, we we like to have, like, our swear quota. I'm going to use mine for, like, probably the rest of the semester, the rest of the quarter here today. So, I hate that guy, number one. I, I equally hate... That guy being Cleet Blakeman? No, no. Oh, ref that guy. guy. That guy being ref guy. Just, okay. oh, oh, the refs are always against us. Oh, like, okay. it, if it weren't for the refs, we would have won this game. Yeah. And I tweeted it out yesterday saying, like, before that final, it, it's the final whistle that, that did me in on the second hands to the face yeah. that, that, that put it over the top for me. Because it's like, you know what? Don't kick five field goals in Lambeau Field and expect to win. I get that. How about Matt Raider, though? <laughs> it was a nice game. But I'm so fucking sick of this shit happening against the Lions. Like, I'm so beyond fucking done with it. Do you guys know about SOL? Same old Lions. Like, oh, like, well, yeah, it's going to happen. SOL, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, it's some big fucking joke. But it's not. It's a We were just in media and the marginalized and talking (laughs) about systemic issues. When you view a franchise in this lens and and it starts at the top... With, yes, incompetence from the general manager to coaches and everything. But then you're playing against the officials. How are you ever going to get out of that out of that mold? The Lions should be in first place in the fucking league right now with all the momentum in the world facing Minnesota at home. Instead, they're staring up at three goddamn teams. You banging against the table is echoing the microphone. Okay, you know is- what? It makes me happy that we have the uh, I don't audio give a board shit. back. But- Let's go down a little, a little history right okay. now. Let's do it. Week 1, 2010, against your piece of shit fucking Bears process of the catch. That That wasn't lost. Because you lost because Calvin Johnson caught the ball. No doubt. And then eight years later, they finally changed the rule of what is the process of the catch and and just making a football motion. And that doesn't even apply in the end zone once you have two feet down. So not only did he have two feet down and make a football move, he sets the ball down. And he sat down in the end zone, right? Number two. Thanksgiving 2012, the Lions are up, they're four and six the year after they made the playoffs for the first time in a decade. The season is obviously at four and six, six, clearly on the brink. They're up by 10 against the Texans at home. Justin Forsett, with a seven yard run, gets tackled. Elbow down, knee down. Yeah, did I say what I say? No, I'm just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Elbow down, knee down, forearm down, picks himself up. And runs 75 yards down the field for an 83-yard score after the initial 8-yard game. Actually, it was an 81-yard touchdown. The refs don't blow a whistle. Nothing. Everybody's, what the hell is happening? Jim Schwartz, yes, this is part of the incompetence, throws the challenge flag. But you can't challenge a touchdown because it's automatically reviewable. Right. And so, 
it's it gets re- they can't review a touchdown which should be reviewed and a challenge that needed to be reviewed because he's down at three separate points. The Texans go on to win that game after Jason Hansen misses a very makeable kick in overtime. So that's two. Well, that last part was a little, little bit. Little Armand up. talking to the mic. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Go no. Yes. Going. I mean, all of this is prefaced with the Lions do have chances to win these games, but when you're a team that. N- that doesn't need breaks for it, but can't overcome breaks against it, just officiate the game properly. Call the right game. Move on to January 4th, 2015, the Lions playoff game against Dallas. Brandon Pettigrew interfered with by, I can't remember his name, Hitchens, who also just interfered with someone in the Chiefs game last week that wasn't called. And, I mean, third and one, blatant face guarding, before it was a rule that face guarding is legal, Hits Pettigrew in the face with the ball coming to him, not facing him. No flag. Fourth down. Lions punt. Why are you punting on fourth and one from the 39? Again, I'm not saying that there's not chances for the Lions, but how is that going to be overcome? Move on to October 5th. Wait, let's go back on that team. That team was legitimately, was I thought, yeah, was Super Bowl contender. It was a great team. They were. And they gr- could have. They could have beaten the Pack. Oh, they were the sixth seed, so they wouldn't have played the Packers. They would have played the Falcons that year, I think, the next week. I, tune, I tuned out. I digress, but yeah, I they would have. I tuned out. Moved to October fifth, two thousand fifteen. Another Monday night game in Seattle. Seahawks one and two. Their season on the brink in what ended up being, I believe, a oh, Super Bowl, a one. Super Bowl year. The Lions are driving. They're down three. Thirty seconds left. First and goal. I remember and this. And worst case scenario, you're going to kick a game tying field goal. Calvin catches a slant, goes across, fumbles at the one yard line. Again, every one of these stories has, has a pro to it. Hold on to the ball. Don't fumble. And, and then you're not here. K.J. Wright bats the ball out of the end zone. Illegal batting. No call. And do you know what the result of illegal batting is? Safety. Did the ball? No, the right ball. Not, not the two. Because that would have been worse for the, worse for the Lions. Because then they only get two points and they have to go all the way back and receive a punt. Yeah. Where the fumble is lost, the ball goes back to that spot. So the Lions would have second and goal on the inch line. And they gave and instead it was ruled it was ruled a fumble Seahawks ball they take an e game over. Then December third, two months later of that year, Aaron the Rogers. phantom face mask Aaron on Aaron Rodgers on a lateral play. I remember that? Very where well. the, there's no time on the clock. The Packers have lateraled four times, and Aaron Rodgers is the person the furthest back. He has no one else to lateral to, and two lions are right there. He gets ripped down, I think it's by Kerry Hyder maybe, by his shoulder pad. They throw a flag, call it a face mask. His hel- like there's like the face mask where like you break like graze across the face, like there's helmet contact, but then you grab onto the jersey. His face didn't even get touched. It was just his jersey. They call they call a personal foul, a face mask, and then they get a game winning sixty one yard Hail Mary. Let's fast forward again. To September 24th of 2017, when the Lions are down by four to the Atlanta Falcons with 12 seconds left on the play clock. They throw a slant to Golden Tate. I was, oh, I was I at this game. This. I was at this game. They throw a slant to Golden Tate for the game-winning touchdown with eight seconds left. They review it. <gasps> they review it. Determine he's down by one second left. And so because it was a running clock and the Lions had no timeouts left, there's an automatic 10-second runoff game over. When the play bef- when the week before in Minnesota, the Lions had a tw- uh, twenty some yard gain. 
before the half and were able to spike the ball in seven seconds. And they had to go 20-some yards upfield, get reset, and set it. They're saying that the Lions couldn't have gotten a spike off in eight seconds. So they lose that game. Both teams were 2-0, and mind you. And then that brings us to last week against the Chiefs, where, yes, it might have been the proper call to let the play go, but if the, the play I'm talking about is when uh, on Johnson fumbled the ball on the goal line, the Chiefs pick it up in the end zone at the bottom of a pile, no whistle is blown, they take it back 100 yards for the touchdown, everybody stops running except the one guy who has the ball. And everybody thinks that, that the play should be dead. Yes, that was properly officiated, but no other team is that properly officiated for. The one time the refs actually get the call right is when they consistently get it wrong in every other week. I don't remember what game it was. What, does one of you remember what it was the week before? So it would have been week four where the, uh, where they were. Oh, the Saints. The Saints. Saints. Yeah, Ram Saints. Exactly. Thank you, Armand. Where the Saints again got screwed. Cam Jordan was going was gonna to take the the fumble back about 90 yards for the touchdown and they blew the the whistle prematurely so then there's an initiative to not do that and who's on the wrong side of that call but of course the Detroit Lions which then brings us to last night with not one game changing call like four but I'm I'm only going to talk about three number one okay Lions you can't shoot yourself in the foot Hawkinson catch the ball and you're up 17-0 then, after you hold the Packers to what should be a field goal attempt, and it's 13-0, and it's going to be 13-3, don't send 12 men on the field and give them new life and let, and let them get bad. a touchdown. That's Awful. self-inflicted. That's Awful. self-inflicted. Matt, Matty P. But then on the next drive, on the ensuing drive, Lions have it third and seven in Green Bay territory. The Packers have 13 men on the field. Not 12. 13 men on the field. By definition, by rule. You're supposed to, as soon as more than 11 men are on the field on defense, you don't even need to line up. It's a whistle. It's a flag. Incorrect. No, it's not incorrect. I've, I looked this up, and apparently I was on your side, and I think we can look it up, but I think no, actually I the up. defense can actually call timeout up until the ball is snapped, and they did call a timeout. They did call one. a timeout, but that's not the rule. I think it's when... Okay. That's not the rule. We can look it up. Can we look it up later and just yeah, yeah, yeah we can going, look it up. Keep going. So fine. Okay, and that's the least egregious. A, that's not the rule. B, that's the least egregious of, of all these offenses. Third and third and ten, the Lions, who, as you were pointing out in our group text, me- text message, on and on and on, can't get any pressure on Rodgers, finally get a sack when they're up 22-13 to 13 with about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, going to force a fourth and 20 punt, illegal hands to the face. When he has nothing but shoulder pad on on Trey Flowers. That's number one. Keeps the drive alive. They go on and score and the end score a touchdown on on a drive that should have been dead. Then you know what's gonna happen. The Packers get the ball back. With six minutes left, they're gonna drive, they're gonna bleed the clock. It's third and four with a minute and a half left, and they're they're going for the kill shot. They need a first down. A first down, they can take a knee, ice the game, and then kick the game winning field goal. Rodgers gets pressured again, has nowhere to go, misses his receiver, and good. As a Lions fan, good. Yes, the Packers are going to kick a, uh, what's going to be a, a field goal to go up by one, but we got Matt Stafford, we got a minute and a half left, and we have the best kicker in the NFL right now, who's already 5 of 5 today. Another hands to the face call. Game over. On Flowers. Al Riveron, the NFL's Riveron. head of. Riveron, excuse me. The NFL's head of officiating. I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's Ed What's-His-Fuck from last night, whoever was the lead official. 
whose name I can't remember right now. I'll come up with it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not actually gonna say like I want them dead because that's a huge over that's a huge overreaction. But honestly, I want them on another planet. I want them d- deported. I need to them. Mars. Yeah. No, that's not far enough. Oh, really? That's not far enough. Okay. I, I'm talking in half. Like there might be water on Mars. That's too good for them. Ah, uh, you think the Mars Football League might protest? Yeah. No, I mean Venus, rest. where they can be like scorched as they're approaching the surface. This is absurd, and I'm so sick of it. When was the last time? I was going to try to prep you guys. When was the last time the Lions won a game because of a call where it's like, ooh, wow, like, like we escaped one there. I'll tell you when. Fucking never. And I'm beyond sick of it. And that leads me to Yosef is clear of this friendly fire. I'm just so heated that even my good friends Armand and Harry are going to catch Let, let me stop you right there okay. because you laid out the first half of why we're here today to vent on your frustrations in recent years as a Lions fan. Now, what we do now is we bring in Armand, the troll god, Tendravi, um, with his performance in our group chat. This is a sports podcast group chat. And I'm going to go ahead and read this, and you you tell me when to stop. Okay, real quick, I just want to get my little point on with, in with Harry Sure. To, before I can make this Armand. Harry was so confused why I said I was going to come at him yeah. a little bit. You wonder why I'm mad that you guys forced me into picking the lines. You wonder why I don't <laughs> pick the lines. All of you. We all we, picked the Lions. We're, we're, we're all higher on the Lions. Yeah, I, I know, but 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 you were you were like, oh, like put your money where your mouth is. This is your team, blah blah blah. I mean, Yos is a little more impartial. I mean, you sure. always have I fun, did do that. and you always have fun with it. And you wonder why? It's because I know. And you guys, you guys say, oh, you're so jaded. This is a new team. No, it's not the Lions' fault. Even when it's not the Lions' fault, this still happens. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna read uh, Armand's message. That was the most lionish game ever. They didn't deserve the W, but robbed by the refs in the process and lost to an inferior team. Armand continues, I don't feel any sympathy for the Lions, though. Get pressure on Rodgers and go for the jugular. You win easily. It's better that they lose for Tony and Lions fans because this team is too talented and deserves a real coaching staff. Chimes in Tony, you're an idiot. <laughs> Armand continues, this team is 8-8. Eight and eight, Written all over it, Tony. I know you're blinded by anger and frustration right now, but it's the truth. They have zero pass rush, rush three primarily, and get bludgeoned on the grounds and can't get off the field. Their linebackers are slow and not name-worthy at all. Their offense is archaic with their play calling, lack of creativity, getting Carrion Johnson involved is alarming, and the tackles consistently get beat. Stafford and the skill position players put lipstick on the pig and hide the discrepancies of a team that is no better than mediocre. Talented, sure, but coaching is not good enough. Tony is getting heated. Let me be honest. I kind of like 75% agree with that. Uh, Tony says stop oh, speaking. Okay, you told me when to tell you to stop. Stop. Okay. You... Can I finish this one part? I will shred you tomorrow because your idiocy is not worth my text. Go ahead. You have the floor, go. Tony. You just you're, one of your a great line that I love that is official is you just completely buried the lead. Do you want to know what the lead is? What is the lead? Armand Tendravi at 7:48 p.m. Dominant first quarter from the division's best team. <laughs> no, <laughs> less than, less than one, less than one, less than one hour later, 8:29. This is Nightmares of Lions games past. I'm sorry. This Lions defense is shit. I never want to discuss the Lions again this year. Yeah. This is making me as sick as I was earlier. Yeah, it was. This is why I literally, like, 
Like, I know you know about sports, but I honestly don't give a shit about anything you say because you talk out of both sides of your mouth, you flip-flop consistently, and you never you never take a stance, and you have some big, huge opinion on everything. Like, do you see how much it took me to get to this point? Like, you, you've never been this passionate, but there's always something, like, every day, every preseason, you just said because of the preseason, the Bulls are going to win 45 games. How can I take that? You said that they could win 50. How can I take that seriously? No, official and I, I, is what, 47? 45. 45. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to get off topic. But, but do you see what I mean? Can you at least understand why I can't take yes. anything you say seriously? Yeah, in less than ridiculous. one hour, but you call them the best team in the division. And don't play it now like it was satire. It was complete satire. And I, I have been saying that they're the best division all year. So that's where I, I push back a little on your on your criticism of me because this isn't something where I was trying to troll you or anything. I've been saying this the whole fucking year. I know. I And I know you believe it, but you guys give me a hard time for being so slow. Like when, when I punted in week four, we all made our roundtable predictions of who was going to finish oh, yeah. where in the division. I picked all five divisions. I was like, you know what? But, I'm not picking the NFC North because, A, the two teams that I picked – to finish first and second are currently in first and second. Tony, the we, Packers and the Vikings. We, we were, everyone shit on me. We for were it. shitting on you for punting, not because you punted on the Lions. We're, it's like, come on, we're all making predictions, and you know, you didn't make one. Well, okay, well, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. It was satirical. Uh, I have been on record saying they are the second best team in the division, and. I, but you've been on record saying so many. Can I can I make things. a comment about this? I've joked that Armand has had every take in the world except for the take that Mitch Trubisky is an awful NFL quarterback. It's true. Yeah. Every fucking take in the world I've he's been had. Consistent yeah. that the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl, and I'm not flipping on that. And I think they're about to get really okay, hot. Okay, your Homer takes are consistent, no, but, yeah. but you're ob- supposed to be objective, which are always in, in inevitably for everyone subjective takes about the rest of the league. Yeah, Armand, or they never stay the same. You you can't you can't hide behind the fact that you have certain things on record because you. You have things on record that directly contradict each other. You have everything on record. You yeah. said the Lakers were going to miss the playoffs, and then you said they're going to be a top three seed. No. And then he's back on the miss the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, all of these things are on record. I said if they play at that pace no, and they play with that consistency, uh, Armand, but they're you, not you, going to. you see to. what you're doing here? You're, 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 you're introducing so many outs for yourself. You're saying like, hey, if this player is really good, he could be an all-star. Or, and then you'll say, but if he's really bad, he could be out of the league. I understand. But my stances are firm. For example, the Lakers are going to miss the playoffs. The Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. What else? I said the Bengals were going to be good. That was wrong. Okay. I also said the Rams are going to be bad. I also said I've said a lot of things. But I've been pretty, <laughs> I've said a lot of things. The points of my arguments are fairly, I think, consistent. I mean, I no, have I said agree. that you have, you have a lot of logic behind what you say. Again, I agree with seventy five percent of your analysis on the Lions. I think you're right. Like Stafford has been really good this year. Their coaching staff has been really bad, having 12 men on the field in the exact moment when you okay, cannot that, that's, do that. That's just our special teams unit. The coaching has been, I mean, right. Bevel called called a bad game in the second half. But all this being said, like, it's, it's, it's victim blaming is what it is to say that the Lions didn't win because they didn't, because they no, settled for so it, many It was goals. the refereeing. The refereeing. The, the officials never determine game. Like, one call doesn't determine a game. Yeah. Sure. But for sure as yeah, hell yeah, do. Yeah, it, it, it piled In up. Lambeau Field against Aaron Rodgers, give him all those chances. Can I ask you something? So you you can, we all kind of can agree, satirically or not, that there is a conspiracy against the Lions here somehow, right? Some kind of, somebody is conspiring. I mean that in the most basic sense of the word, where people are grouping up to conspire against the Lions from an official yes. standpoint. We can agree on that, right? I, think I so. mean, I don't think 
that there is some vendetta in the league, like consciously. Maybe it's a subconscious. But subconsciously, who wants the Lions to beat the Packers on Monday night on ESPN? Me and my and me are and our yeah <laughs> and Bears, me too, for Bears, the sake of Bears fans and Lions fans. But so logi- I want to know logistically in your mind, what do you think is the what do you think is happening here that's causing like three referees in the field who who as you just said probably aren't consciously doing this? What weird psychological phenomena is is driving them to make phantom calls on the biggest drives of the game? That's what keeps me up at night. <laughs> That's honestly what keeps me up at night. Like, I, I don't. It's in it's indefensible. It's it's unconscionable. It's like like I'm I had so many words and ju- and thinking about that has me at a loss for words. There is no there is no explanation logical or illogical that can actually justify it because they find a new way every single time. It's not sometimes. It's every time. All right, well, that will do it for our emergency Lions-Packers episode. An incredible performance by Tony Garcia. Armand Tendravi put on the stand a little bit of an intervention there. I'm glad that you were able to get that out of your system. We will be back tomorrow with our NBA Eastern Conference preview. Until then, peace out. That was incredible. I love that. That was incredible.